1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: Make the same no brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
2: Hanging Soul Studios presents Clockwork Bird. Or the modern Icarus.
3: So you have no idea where the files came from?
4: No, they just turned up in a file on my desktop the day of the fire. I was just going through them when the call came in. I didn't know what I was looking at. Thought maybe it was an admin error or some kind of malware. But then the fire. And I knew whoever sent them, it was done deliberately.
3: Not on an email, just right there. Just like that.
4: Yep, just like that. No note, no explanation, no report. Just the files.
3: So what's all the stuff about medical malpractice? Where does that come from? There's no report, but when you sent the files to me, in your email, you made out like there was with that screenshot of the redacted form. I know. Why did you send them to me? I just... I don't understand, Dave. I wanted to help find Alice.
4: That's why I sent them to you. Because of Alice. Well,
3: that doesn't make any sense.
4: She's on the tapes, isn't she? Yeah,
3: but they're from before she went missing.
4: I got them the day of the fire, Shelley. Surely you appreciate what that might mean...
3: Didn't they say they thought it was deliberately started, the fire?
4: The implication of arson was withdrawn because the source of the fire has been found. A miscalculated draw on a fume hood. Everyone seems pretty convinced. I'm not someone who doesn't believe in coincidences, Shelley. You and I knowing each other exist, both being connected to this case, that's a coincidence but a set of mysterious files about Yuko arriving on my desktop the day of a fire at Yuko's main facility? It's not a coincidence. It can't be.
3: You still think the fire was started deliberately?
4: And you don't?
3: I don't know what to think. You don't think Alice did it?
4: I have no idea. From the sounds of it, she and Sophie were in some kind of isolation. I know from what Taylor and the Chief have said about the plans for Hithai Bay that there were quarters there for the staff to sleep. Sophie had a flat in town nearby and it looks like Alice was living with her mother before she disappeared.
3: Her mum, Denise, said she'd been spending a lot of nights at work, though, but from the sounds of it, she might have been with Sophie.
4: Either way, we don't have a full picture of what was going on with Alice up to the time where she disappeared. I've been through all the signed NDAs and donation agreements, Shelley. She never signed one.
3: Thank God. Not that I thought she'd be that stupid, but when you said, all the bodies they found were accounted for.
4: Exactly. And the thing is, when I went through the records, or rather when I had Eliza read them for me, there wasn't an agreement for Robin or the Jaeger family on file. The only place his name comes up is on that master list.
3: And the master list of the patient names was in the folder when it popped onto your desktop? Yes. Which means whoever did this has access to Yuko's records.
4: Which, unfortunately, doesn't help us at all. Why not? Well, both Sophie and Alice have access. Sophie doesn't seem to know anything about Robin's records being missing or she wouldn't have talked so openly about them to Alice. Alice, as admin, probably wouldn't have had full access to that stuff anyway.
3: So it could have been either of them?
4: Or neither. Which is what I'm inclined to believe.
3: What? That makes no sense. It has to be one of them.
4: The stuff on those tapes isn't very flattering for either party but it's not incriminating really is it there has to have been more damning stuff they could have included if this was a deliberate bid by Sophie or Alice to get the other arrested or at the very least in some serious trouble whatever happened to get them locked up in that room with Robin that's got to involve an infraction of some kind by at least one if not both of them Yuko seems to have impounded them, isolated them deliberately, which means there has to be some kind of explicit incriminating information involved, or Yuko wouldn't have acted like that.
3: It has to have been Alice. It's got Alice all over it.
4: But what is she recording on? Excuse me? What device is this information being recorded on? Sophie says herself her computer isn't connected to the internet. And I'm inclined to believe that if Alice had something with her that would get her online, she'd have got out of there.
3: Then you don't know her very well, do you?
4: Don't you remember her coyly asking Sophie to play cards online? She was making an attempt to communicate with the outside world.
3: So she took something with her?
4: Not from what Taylor tells me. The recordings are properly digital. They were made on a computer of some kind, not a dictaphone. And the sound's too clean to have been re-recorded from another source.
3: So what are you suggesting, then?
4: Someone else... Was listening. Someone who's on our side. Who wants this information out there. Who's interested in exposing what happened with Robin Yeager. Who? Uh, I've been avoiding this. But I do have a theory. Who,
3: Dave? This could be the thing that finds Alice.
4: Christopher Darwin.
3: <laughs> the synthnaps guy. Didn't he leave Yuko years ago?
4: Yes, and there's a recording where Sophie tells Alice he left specifically in response to what happened with Robin.
3: But he left. How could he have been listening in?
4: I don't know, but he's smart and good with technology. The synth were his invention.
3: I'm not saying he isn't clever, but Yuko is a multi-million dollar company. Surely they've got better security than that.
4: Have they? Look, I know you've been looking into the other files on Yuko. I know you've read up about the data protection scandal.
3: Yeah, that was all about information recorded by the synthnapses. People were accusing them of stealing their thoughts, but it was bogus, right?
4: Well, yeah. But you'll have likely noticed there were statements from Samuel Maxwell's and Sophie Bennett. But there wasn't one for Christopher Darwin. I think he didn't speak to us so he could avoid talking directly about what kind of information the synthnapses really have the ability to
3: collect. Say he was somehow recording people using the synthnapses. Why you? I don't know. You sound crazy.
4: That's what you thought about Alice.
3: Don't you dare. You can't pretend you weren't poking around Yuko before all of this. I know you were sniffing. I know they offered you some experimental thing after your accident that the research they're doing there might be able to give you back your eyesight. You don't think this has anything to do with, oh, I don't know, Noah Davis? No, leave him out of this. Who is he? Why was he filing a missing persons report for someone he knew was dead?
4: He's been through enough, Shelley.
3: Like what? Who is he? What was he to Robin? Don't you think it's a pretty big coincidence that he came to you with the report after what you co-offered you? Jesus,
4: Shelley! I met Noah before the accident. But we're leaving him out of this.
3: Fine. Fine. But just for the record, I do not trust your judgement here. Fine by me. I can't believe you've let me get involved in this.
4: I tried to keep you on the peripheries for as long as possible. But you were already involved.
3: I was involved in looking for Alice, not uncovering some conspiracy.
4: She was involved, and you were involved with her. Ergo, you were already in deep. They aren't doing very much to look for her.
3: You mean you aren't. You're the one assigned to the case, and maybe someone would be doing something about all of this if these recordings were linked to her disappearance.
4: I thought by now you'd appreciate why I haven't done
3: that. No, I don't. As soon as she was reported missing, you should have handed this over. The moment it came out... Crucially, what
4: detail is missing from all of these recordings which you so intelligently noticed come together to form a pretty coherent narrative? Why they are? Well, yeah, that's missing too, but I mean specifically regarding Alice. She doesn't say anything about why she's there, working for Yuko, And Sophie doesn't mention it once.
3: Maybe she knew before whatever got them locked down there?
4: No, no, no. Sophie mentioned something about Alice making decisions that led to them getting locked up with Robin. If Sophie knew why Alice was working at UCO, don't you think she'd be a little more coherent than that? A little bit more angry?
3: She sounds pretty angry to me.
4: You know what else? Alice is plain dumb. She leads Sophie down these conversational annexes, getting Sophie to lay out the facts, but she doesn't push her. Sophie's never guarded... Never suspicious of why Alice is eking this stuff out of her. So doesn't know who Alice is. If she knew, she wouldn't be talking to her like that.
3: Oh my God, you're right. Sophie doesn't know.
4: Exactly. Sophie thinks Alice saw Robin that one time on the beach and ended up coming to work for Yuko because she recognised him. She was surprised when Alice mentioned Robin had spent the night at Alice's place and she clearly had no idea about Alice breaking into the Hilton to try and see him. Cos if she did, she'd know right away that Alice has ulterior motives.
3: But you knew I knew all of that. And you knew that because I helped Alice's mum file the missing persons report, I would be involved in the search, even before I volunteered to help out.
4: If I hadn't volunteered to take on her case, you'd have told someone else. Someone who didn't have this extra information about how dangerous Alice's situation is.
3: And it would have got back to Yuko that she was a journalist.
4: And whatever trouble she's already in, it would get a hundred times worse. I'm not hiding behind my badge.
3: I shouldn't have called you a coward.
4: Hardly matters now.
3: You really think they don't know?
4: She was careful. Everything she put online, she was meticulous about keeping it anonymous. The only reason I know they're hers... Is because you told
3: her. All the bloody courtboards boards. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought she was being paranoid, you know. <laughs> and now I'm getting these phone calls.
4: Phone calls?
3: Yeah, you know, just calls with no number and dead static on the other end. I've had to start keeping my phone off unless I need to use it. It's getting weird. What are you talking about? I think it's Yuko or something. I don't know.
4: This is really serious, Shelley. How often has this happened?
3: I, I don't know. A few times a day for the past few weeks. Why didn't you say something?
4: Maybe you think I'm a washed-up husband like the rest of the department does, but I'm still a police officer. Well,
3: you're not exactly very easy to talk to, and you've been... I was suspicious of you, and I was right to be. You've been keeping a lot from me.
4: Well, that's fair. But I wish you'd said something. This could be important.
3: Scaring the crap out of me, to be honest. There we go. Three missed calls from an unknown ID.
4: Do they leave messages?
3: Sometimes. Play one. Um, okay. Wait! (laughs) What?
4: That doesn't sound familiar to you.
3: I mean, it does now, yeah, I've had enough of them.
4: No, I mean, Eliza.
3: Can I help you?
4: Play one of the Subject 42 recordings.
3: Okay, would you like me to play from the top of the list?
4: It doesn't matter.
2: OK. Playing file subject 42, extract 782.
3: End of recording. I don't get it. It's,
4: It's not the same, but the distortion is similar. Don't you hear it?
3: I mean, I guess, but it's just noise. It's not
4: just noise, it's distortion. Sounds
3: a lot like noise to me. I've been wondering, if the Bennett PC files just showed up, where did the Subject 42 ones come from? Ah,
4: that's a little more straightforward. I got an error message saying an email I tried to send hadn't been received. These were attached.
3: An email from who? From me.
4: From my work address. That's why I got the error. It was attempting to send to an email address that no longer exists. Whose? alouette.jaeger at gmail.com. The one that used to belong to Robin Jaeger.
3: You say that like it's not really weird?
4: It isn't, at least. Not compared to everything else.
3: But you don't know where the Subject 42 recordings came from either? Not really?
4: No, but it does tell us several important things. Oh yeah? Yes. Whoever's doing this wants to draw attention to what happened with Robin Yeager and they have intimate knowledge of his life before he was with Yuko and they're using internal police systems to avoid being noticed.
3: That, but...
4: Hide in plain sight. Eliza, are you still recording?
3: Of course. I... Sorry.
4: Don't be. You're smart. That's good, it'll help. With What? With whatever comes next.
2: Clockwork Bird is a podcast distributed by Hanging Soft Studios under a Creative Commons International Share Alike license. This episode stars Daisy Major as Shelley, Gary Major as Dave, and me. Writer, director, and producer, Pippin Ada Major, as Eliza and the Snake. As a new podcasting studio, every like, share, and recommendation means the world to us. The podcast is written, directed, performed, edited, and produced on no budget, and exists only through the incredible time and energy all of our actors put into the show for absolutely no fee. Stop by to say hi to us on Twitter at Hanging Sloths. We love a good chat. Or visit our website, hangingslothstudios.wordpress.com. Consider sponsoring us at patreon.com. Forward slash hanging sloth studios to help us keep making the podcast, support our cast, and get access to behind the scenes content. That's patreon.com forward slash hanging sloth studios. Also, feel free to drop Robin Yeager an email at yeager at gmail.com.